On today's OTP Road to Nashville, the first round of the NFL Draft is in the books, and the Titans got their man. We have our man, Titans Radio's Dave McGinnis, in studio for thoughts about the Titans pick and the other 31 selections. Plus, Coach Mack looks ahead to Friday's second and third rounds and explains how teams spend today getting ready for the second night of the draft. Lots to come. The OTP Road to Nashville starts now. Players were drafted in Nashville last night. Players will be drafted in Nashville again today. Welcome to the OTP Road to Nashville. My name is Mike Keith. Amy Wells is on assignment. She is part of the crew on their way to Mississippi to get the Titans' first-round pick, Mississippi State defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons. So she and uh, Ashley Farrell are on that assignment. That is something they have done the last five years. They have accompanied the prospect. Normally, the prospect has been with them at the draft, whether it be Chicago or Philadelphia or Dallas, and they've come back here. In this case, Jeffrey Simmons was not in Nashville last night, and so uh, they are going to Mississippi, and we'll be back with him later today. And uh, it's going to be an interesting day as people meet the Titans' first-round pick. So sitting in for Amy Wells, Titans radio game day analyst, Coach Dave McGinnis, are you – have you had enough coffee? Are you awake? Are you ready? Are you? I, I am so ready to go, and I can't take Amy Wells' place ever. But I'll try to just <laughs> sit in this chair with you. But oh, yeah. I mean, it was that. That was such a look. It was such a big thing. And and let's get down to what the the we can talk about the other things surrounding it. But when you make your football team better, that's a huge thing that's in the National Football thing. League. That's that's what this was about. I mean this. We'll talk, I know we'll talk about Jeffrey Simmons, but you and I have been talking about him for a long time. And the event itself. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, it was not what anyone expected. People thought 100,000. Uh, the commissioner announced last night that that figure is probably more like 200,000 people. And um, the house band and the lights – and everybody, everywhere, the shots all the way down Broadway. It was so phenomenal to see it and to experience it. And the league has admitted that they've never seen anything like it. Well, I haven't either. And I've been in this league a long time. I mean, I would never just, you know, where we were on the General Jackson. And, of course, we had the huge screen. But when you looked and saw, first of all, the General Jackson was jammed. It was great. I mean, there was, you know, there were not enough life jackets. I mean, the, it was. <laughs> no, you, they would point out there were enough there life jackets. There were jam- enough. <laughs> I mean, you were just jammed with, I mean, it was it was so intense and so great. And the and the, the feeling and the vibe was just so upbeat. And But then you looked downtown and saw the masses of people. It was it was astounding it was really was i mean it kind of one of those things like even if you've done a lot of things and been to a lot of events you know which we all have you looked at that and you went wow wow it was a wow and that you know you knew nashville would do that you just knew it you knew it i knew it but you never know until i mean you think you know what's going to happen you envision it and then when it's more than you even envisioned you're like just stunned can we see right now if you guys don't mind, can we show everybody that opening moment where the commissioner 
opens the draft meeting. It is technically the it 84th the draft, draft meeting. The draft meeting. It always is. That's what they call it. Now, you guys ready to get started? The 2019 NFL Draft is now officially open. Awesome. Just awesome to see that moment and the reaction. And he got booed. You kind of knew he would, I guess. You knew he would. You said it on Titans Radio. Well, because he always does. <laughs> <laughs> and there were, I mean, there were fans from everywhere there, so that's part of the job. I knew it was a huge deal when I was walking from the parking lot to the General Jackson. And the General Jackson, for our season ticket members, is docked at Nissan Stadium. So we're across the river, across the pedestrian bridge from everything right. that's going on. So as I was walking down through the NFL experience and I saw what had to be 50 Jets fans, and I'm like, wow. No. I, yes. I mean, just and this was like at 3.30. Yes. And I'm yes. like, 50 Jets fans are here at the NFL experience. And, and people, uh, people having – Meetups, you know, teams getting their fans together at different places and coming. And you just, you love it. I mean, that's why you love the National Football League. And then for Titans fans, oh. seeing Marcus Mariota at the start. That's just great. I mean, it, I was, mean, it was so good. And, and it was just, it was just so fitting because the uniform reveal, we all keep going back to that, that that was a little bit of, you know, kind of a tipping point as far as for the league officials that were here looking at it saying, wow. Wow. Wow, that this is, and you know what Butch Spearden and Amy Adams Strunk and everybody you know was telling the league is, just give us a chance, give us a chance, bring it here, and Nashville will respond. And they did. And they did. I mean, it was. I, I mean, my phone was just like yours. I mean, we were trying to do a, and we d did a great broadcast. I'll just say that. Oh. But. While we were doing it, and 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 you always tell us, and because you're the boss, put, the boss, yes, you are. Put the phones up, do and and because it's because we're we're trying to inform our listeners exactly what's happening, right. bring them into the moment, bring them there. But when I got off of the when I finally got off the boat when we left last night, my phone was blown up. People just just going crazy because of course watching television, going wow, wow. Wow. That's exactly right. Let's look at the moment where Marcus spoke and the reaction. Yes. I mean, this is this is pretty outstanding yes. in case you missed it. Hey, Marcus, you want to say something to your hometown crowd? How's it, Nashville? Welcome to the NFL Draft. Enjoy yourself. Let's go. That's our quarterback with Tim Brown and Mean Joe Green. That, that was so good. I know. It? That's just. I mean, that just that that made me feel so good to to look at that. And of course, I've got a real affinity for Joe Green because, you know, he was my defensive line coach for eight years there. You know, when I was there in Arizona, and just the the number of people and the quality of people. But I mean, look, everybody that was there was a quality person. Uh, everybody that was there on the streets, on Broadway, looking around, and this is one of those things you're always going to be able to say. A lot of times it's exaggeration in numbers when you have a big event and years later someone will say, well, I was there. And you'll, you'll say, well, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. You know where they say 200,000 people. Right. Say, well, 200,000 people were there. Yes. So there's a lot of people can say, I was there. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, the guy who's going to be here later today is Jeffrey Simmons. 
He is a defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Let me go through just a couple things about him in case you don't know. He'll be 22 on July the 28th, two-time All-SEC, 6'4", 301, 34-and-a-half-inch arms, 10-and-a-quarter-inch hands. He's big man. He is from Noxaby County High School, Noxaby County, Mississippi. That is Macon, Mississippi, which is right around, not far from Starkville. Starkville it's in that right. Golden Triangle, right, right. Columbus-Starkville area. Wouldn't surprise me if they are flying into and out of Golden Triangle Airport this morning. You've been in there before, haven't you? I've been to Golden yes, Triangle Airport. Me too. I've done ball games at State, and I, I like that area very much. Uh, Macon, Mississippi is a town of roughly 3,000 people. Ironically, though, as small as it is, it has produced six NFL players and an NBA player whose name you will know, Never Nervous, Purvis, Purvis Short. Short. Really? 17 points a game in the National Basketball Association for 17 years. So there have been some athletes come out of Macon, Mississippi. Last two seasons, this player, Jeffrey Simmons, 123 tackles, 29 for loss, seven quarterback sacks. He won Mississippi State's Newsom Award for his 2018 work on the field, in the classroom, and in the community. So he was their outstanding overall student-athlete. He tore his left ACL training in Boca Raton, Florida, or Boca Raton, Florida, on February the 12th. So that was two and a half months ago. Mm -hmm. He is in the process of rehabbing that as we speak. 6'4", and again, that dominant defender with a very different sort of body than most 21-year-old defensive tackles, Coach Mack. Well, look, and, and I know we referred a lot to this notebook. I mean, I've got a handwritten notebook that I've been working three months on with these players, and, and you can look and see. I mean, I know we've got cameras in here, but when I was talking, writing him up, looking at tape, how many stars did I put out there by his Five name? stars. Yeah, because once you start looking at it and you really watch it, I'm just watching the football part of it, not knowing anything else. Right. I just wanted to watch football. And the first thing that, that I wrote down when I was watching him was a powerful player. I put double-teamed a lot, crushes one-on-one matchups, which he does. And then I put nasty and, 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 and moves easy for a big man. And, and here's what else I put. Will be an instant starter, full-grown man with attitude. And on the and, and the the linear explosion that he has, and also the ability we saw in some of those clips, the ability to get horizontal and move. This is exactly I I coached and called defenses in this league for a long time. I spoke with Dean Pease before you and I came on this, and he just and we both looked at each other, and I said I when I was calling defenses, I love to call defenses around this type of person, and he just smiled because <laughs> he's had he's had a lot of them too. But you know it. You know it when you see it on tape. You understand what it is, and you also understand what it means to your defense once you have someone like this paired with some other really good players. What they can do. I, I love the pick. I mean, I I hit the table once there at the at our broadcast table because you and I have talked about this guy for a while. Let's take a look at. I think this is courtesy of Mississippi State, by the way. Jeffrey Simmons getting the call from the Titans last night that he was going to be the pick. He was at 
I think he was in Starkville, actually. A lot of things went wrong for them in 2018. And at this point, you wonder where they go on their board because there's a lot of ways Hello. to go depending on how they feel the board is shaking up. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what? Offensive line would make sense for this football team to really to continue to... to I'm good. How you doing? ...run the ball for a better average for Perry Cliff. We'll see. All right, let's find out. The kick is in. Let's go to Commissioner Goodell. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I will. I want to know to feel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. I'm glad to be a Titan. I'm glad to be a Titan. Talking, obviously, to Amy Adams Strunk. That's emotional. That is emotional. And I he's mean, on his way here today and will meet the media. He did a conference call last night. And, you know, there are a couple parts of him that we mentioned the ACL, and we've talked on the OTP about the off-field incident that he had back as a senior in high school. And I mean, there's no doubt it's bad. And there's there's video, and many of you watching us right now have seen it, and uh, some of you listening to the podcast, Coach, you've seen it. I mean, it's it's not a secret, and he has not tried to make a secret out of it. I think Amy Wells had a great quote because we began talking about him three weeks ago on this show and, and right. having some discussion about him as a possible prospect. Because from a football standpoint, he totally fit what the Titans were looking for. And so, you know, we, we discussed it. And Amy Wells said something I thought was really important. She said, I trust the people here who are doing the vetting and making the call from the security people to the scouting people to John Robinson, to Mike Vrabel, and to Amy Adams Strunk. Absolutely. Because let me tell you, that decision doesn't get made without the owner 100% being on board. Nobody goes in and takes this halfway based on the fact that it's, I mean, it's awful. I mean, there's just no, there's no other way to put it. And so... I think what Amy Wells said was so fitting and so important. The other thing I think about, too, is the Titans had a very tough decision to make. But a, a young man, and he's still young to me, who had a tougher decision to make um, was Scott Strickland. Scott Strickland is somebody I have known for 30 years. Since he was in college at Mississippi State and I was in college at Tennessee, and as sort of interns, we became friends right. doing different things. Scott Strickland is now the athletic director at Florida. He's been more of an achiever than me. He's, That's not true. Well, he's done a lot ahead. with his life. He's a, a, he is a person that I have fantastic admiration for as a human being and as a professional. He has done – he's good at everything. And, and he's, a, he's an, a quality human being. Before he was the athletic director at Florida – 
He was the athletic director at Mississippi State. He is a state guy. He graduated from state. He loves state. He's the person who had to make the decision, do we let Jeffrey Simmons in school? Right. That was a tougher decision because it was at the moment. It was closer. It wasn't three years ago. It was at the moment. Right. That's Scott Strickland's job as the athletic director. That's his school. That's his state. He's got to, and, and he's a person too. He's got to think about what his family thinks because that's important to him. I can assure you that Scott Strickland vetted this thing like nobody's business just to let him in state. And for, for them to let him attend Mississippi State after what happened, they had to know that there was something really on the positive side to this young man just to give him that chance. That's such a, that's such a real and, point. And the, for this human being, Scott Strickland, to do this, he had to have – he had to say – I believe that I'm going to put it on the line right here for this kid, for my school and my people, because I think there's something more there, and I don't think this incident defines exactly who he is. As it turned out, the young man's been at state for three years, and again, what did he do in 2018? The Newsom Award for his 2018 work on field, in the classroom, in the community. The only thing this kid can keep doing is to keep proving as time goes on that that was a one-time thing, that he learned from it, and that he grew from it. Because there's no justifying it. You know, there's no, there's no fixing that in that way. He did it for three years at State, and now the Titans are counting on him with the same sort of vetting, with the same sort of people who care, with an owner who certainly cares. Absolutely. They're counting on him to do the same thing that Scott Strickland counted on him to do three years ago. Look, I've, I've been a head coach in this league. I've, I've made these types of decisions also because this – and I thought Mike Vrabel was very succinct last night when, 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 when he said, this is not a – there's a difference between bad people and good people – that sometimes in life do a bad thing. That's right. And, 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 and it, that resonated with me because I've made these types of decisions, but you have to vet very deep and you have to go really deep into what you believe and you cover everything that you can. But just the story you bring up with Strickland, when you have people that have made that decision even closer to an incident like that and then have it work out and people that you trust and you know, to me... This is, this is, and, and just when you watch that video, you can tell how much he still realizes how much of a great chance this is for his life. Seeing him there with his, his little young son sitting right next to him. This is, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all human beings. There's just more spotlight put on some of us that get involved in this business, but when you vet something like this and you have people that have everything on it, Strickland made a career decision, as you were saying. He sure did. He made a career decision. And when you have people that are making career decisions, giving people chances, it's very, very important. Because that's his school. That's his school. It's not just his job. No. That's his school. That's his heart. And he's gone on to become AD at Florida, which is obviously one of the four or five best jobs in America. 
uh, in, I mean, it's a great university and a great athletic department. But he's still a state guy. But he's but he that'll always be in his always heart. Always in his heart. And for for him to make that call, I just um, that that reinforces what Amy Wells said about the vetting process. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. So we, we shall see, and we shall see with this young man. And um, it's a, I mean, he's an exciting player. I'm looking forward to, to meeting him. I'm looking forward to, to seeing him come in here, and I'm looking forward to seeing him get incorporated into this community. Yeah. I really am. All right, so let's uh, – I've got a couple questions here. I'm having to do this today, so – Well, Amy's better at that than you are. Uh, she's a lot better than that than I am. Uh, okay, uh, Nora from YouTube wants to know, Mike, do you theoretically think he could be ready for week 15 or 16 with the type of injury – he have having him ready for a deep playoff run would be great. Could he be ready by then? He could be. It's you know ACLs are are individually. I mean in, individual things and 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 players. Look, I, I've been involved with something like this very recently, Mike. When I was at the Rams, we drafted Todd Gurley. Okay, coming off of an an ACL, and we we drafted him with the ninth pick, knowing that we were going to have to wait on him, and we waited, and he came he came back and played the last nine games of the season. Now, his injury happened earlier right. than, than Jeffrey's happened. But my point being, he came back, you know, and, and played nine games after sitting him seven and then and then threw also a, an open date and was Offensive Rookie of the Year. Right. And now we know what Todd Gurley has done. What I am and, – and we all know how Adrian Peterson rehabbed his ACL. So it's, it's, it's individual – but the, the, the technology now and the way the medical profession is and what they, what they can do with these injuries, not only with the surgical process but with the rehab, it is possible that he would be ready to play by then. But I do know this. This organization, this training staff, this coaching staff, they will not play him until he's ready to play, and that's the right step to take. All right, Garland Hudgens, I trust this organization. I'm proud of the culture of the locker room and the people of integrity in the Titans organization. Bring Simmons in, love him, challenge him, and invest in his football skill set, and let's make the quarterbacks in our division fear our defensive line. McGarland, I'm with you 100%. Nice statement, Garland. All right. I like that. Aaron wants to know, thoughts on the Titans trading up for Greedy Williams in the second round? I'm not sure that, that he's – again, I can never be sure what John Robinson's going to do, but I know what he's going to do is going to help this football team. There are going to be and – and we talk about it. We'll talk about the second, third rounds you know, later on. But there are pods of players, especially with interior offensive linemen that we're getting ready to see come up in this, in this second day. And also these corners are going to start to go. These corners are going to start to go. Greedy Williams is a specific type of corner. Okay, Greedy Williams is a is a, is a is a linear man-to-man cover corner. All right, uh, I don't think Greedy Williams is the player Adoree Jackson was. You know, coming out of coming out of uh, out of USC, but he's a very good player. I just don't see John Robinson trading up to get that player. Okay, these let's see. You got coach you got Coach Mack here to take your questions. So <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> Go crazy. Send them in. I'm figuring, I'm figuring out how to do it without Amy. Let's run through the first round very quickly to okay, make good. sure. All right. Kyler Murray goes one to Arizona, the quarterback from Oklahoma. No surprise, Coach. Yeah, no surprise, but what a mess that is out there now. Have you already seen everything that's, no, rolling, tell me. that's rolling with with Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen has completely, and again, has completely unfollowed 
the Cardinals on all social media, whatever that means. It means he's mad. He's out. He's out. It means he's mad. And I and we talked about it last night on our broadcast, and I'll say it again. They better have talked to Josh Rosen before they made this decision. Bet they didn't. I bet they didn't. And if they didn't, you know, they've got a, they got a mess on their hands. They better get rid of him between now and six o'clock tonight, Central Time. They they that's absolutely right. And they missed a window. They missed a window to get to to get something for him because now everybody knows that he's out and this guy's in. Yeah. This guy's an electric player. Yeah, he, he really is. is. And for and for the air raid offense, he's good. But just organizationally, they still got some things to straighten up there you like san francisco's pick at number two even better god oh, that's that, look that to me was the, the most slam dunk pick right there i mean it was this you watch you watch this you watch bosa play he is the most technically sound defensive player in this draft technically sound and plus he's extremely extremely talented run and pass equally strong i, I yeah this is a this is a really big time player here the Bosas are the second NFL family where dad was a number one pick and two sons were number one picks. The Bosas now join the Mannings as the only two families that can say that. Uh, let me. Can I say something with that? Sure. How about the? How about Howie Long and Chris Long and Kyle Long? Was Kyle Long a first round pick? I'm think. Was he first or second round? I think he. I don't think he was a first round pick. Okay. Chris Long was. Yes, he you was. You know that. That's why I'm saying I've, I'm very well. I'm very well. Know what the Long family's about. So I was just asking. All right, Quentin Williams goes number three. The Jets get their big defensive tackle from Alabama. You like this pick as well, although the commissioner called him a nose tackle. You say he's not a. He's nose not tackle. a nose tackle, and Greg Williams will not make a nose tackle out of him. He'll be a three technique. When we were broadcasting last night, you asked me before the pick what Greg Williams was doing, who is now the defensive coordinator up there, and I said he had a he had both hands around McCagnan's throat, because this is a this this guy will make a difference on on the defense, especially the way Greg Williams runs defense. Kyle Long was first. Round. That's what I thought. So they're three families. Well, that's kind well, of, but but Howie Long was not a first round pick. Was Howie not first round? I don't pick? think Howie Long was a first round pick, out of Villanova. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I knew the two boys were. All right. Well, you've questioned me now. You've you've put it on me. Raiders <laughs> throw the first curveball. Cleland Farrell, or Furl is how you actually say it. I, I wish you had gotten to the commissioner. What's that? To say, the, to say say his name right. Yeah. Todd McShay taught us that at the at the combine. He said, you know it's Furl. I'm like, no, it looks like Farrell to me, but it's Furl. He's a good player. He's a good player. That surprises me that they took him there. It, it, you know, just as far as when you start stacking the board with defense. I mean, he's a he's a he's a quintessential four three defensive end that is going to you're going to get the same play out of him the first play of the season to the 560th play of the season. Very very solid player. All right, we're going to fly through him now. Let's, let's go. Let's go to Tampa at five. Devin White, linebacker, LSU. Good pick. Yes. Giants at six with the surprise. They take Daniel Jones, the quarterback. Wow. Seven, Jacksonville cannot pass up a pass rusher, so they take Josh Allen, the big man from Kentucky. Going to have to deal with him twice a year. Yeah, that's not good. I was hoping they'd go O-line there. So moving to number eight, Detroit ran the card up there to get their tight end, T.J. Hawkinson. Best tight end in the draft. Great pick. One of the five best players in the draft. I agree with you. Buffalo Bills at number nine. Get their defensive tackle, Ed Oliver. Scheme-specific, 
three technique. Just keep rolling them. Pittsburgh trades up. Devin Bush, linebacker from Michigan. Take Ryan Shazier's place. All right. At number 11, Cincinnati needs Jonah Williams. Are they going to play him at tackle? I think they will play him at tackle to start with. And, again, here this is another technique sound guy completely across the board. All right. Moving to 12, that's Green Bay. They go for outside linebacker Rashawn Gary. More potential than production. Probably one of the more, physic- more physically talented players in this draft. I'm going to stop our run-through right here just to say, Howie Long was the second round. Mike, you're right then. Okay. You're so right. it's the Mannings and the Boses. Mannings and the Boses. Well, so it, it, thank you for performing Amy Wells' role of arguing with me. Yes, and, and, and plus. And doing it, it well. Then, so the family can't have three number one picks, it's Howie's fault, not the kids. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Miami was 13. They took Christian Wilkins, so two Clemson defenders off the board. Like this player a lot. Atlanta Falcons, first of two offensive linemen, Chris Lindstrom. This was the best guard in the draft? Best pure guard in the draft. Okay. Best pure guard, right guard, best pure guard in the draft. All right, keep rolling. Washington takes the third quarterback of the first round, Dwayne Haskins. And, and, and they, you know, they, need, they needed to take the quarterback. I like, I like this pick. Haskins is probably the most uh, NFL-ready quarterback right now. All right. At 16, Carolina gets coach's favorite edge rusher of this style, the 240-pound Brian Burns from Florida State. Pure speed guy, Gumby, motorcycle lean off of the edge. If he gets a little bit more mass to him, I really like this player. All right. 17, the Giants with the big man, 342-pound Dexter Lawrence. The Giants with a giant. Yes. Nice how you did that. 18, (laughs) Minnesota, Garrett Bradbury, the talented center from NC State. We know the Titans at 19 took Jeffrey Simmons. Denver at 20 after trading down goes for Noah Fant. Uh, Matchup nightmare. Give Joe Flacco a target. Yep. Seattle was going to pick 21. They traded the pick to Green Bay. Darnell Savage, good-looking safety. He is a savage. He comes downhill and fills that alley hard. He's a hard-hitting safety now. We move to 22. Philadelphia trades up for Andre Dillard, the tackle from Washington State. Best feat for a big man in this draft. 23. Houston, they get a big man. Really great kid. Titus Howard, a great story out of the south part of Alabama. Wonderful tackle. Hate that he's in the division. No, I, I do too. It's going to take a while to develop him, but I love th- this guy's got a lot of upside talent, especially coming from a smaller school. He sure does. At 24, Oakland with their second first round pick is running back Josh Jacobs. Best all round back in the draft, and he doesn't have a lot of wear on his tires either. 25 is Baltimore. They go for Hollywood Brown. That's your guy right there. That's it. That's it. The best-dressed guy in Nashville last night, without a doubt. That kid is electric. He is electric. 5'9", 171. At 26, Washington trades back into the first round to grab edge man Montez Sweat. Might have dropped a little bit because of the, the medical, the heart condition that now they're saying is not as bad as they originally thought it was. I like the player. 27. Oakland, with their third first-round pick, takes the third Mississippi State Bulldog safety, Jonathan Abram. Mississippi State had a physical, physical defense, and this guy, this guy was the linchpin of it from the back end. 28, 
The Chargers go with the big five technique, as they like to say. Jerry Tillery, defensive lineman from Notre Dame. Very nice, Mike. This guy's got a ton of talent, just is inconsistent in his play. They need to straighten that up. Seattle with Kansas City's pick at 29 takes the frog. Yeah, frogs, TCU. He, he, yeah, he'll work up and down the line for them. I like this pick. And this, this is a small-town kid, too, that is going to be a good player in this LJ league. LJ Collier is his name. Seattle had number 30. They traded that for more picks. The Giants get a corner, DeAndre Baker from Georgia. One of the most savvy uh, technique sound corners going. Can play man and zone equally well. Not blessed with great speed, but a good pick. Rams get out of the first round and trade it to the Falcons. So the Falcons take another defensive or another offensive lineman, Caleb McGarry, big tackle from Washington. 6'7 plus, 311 pounds. This, this is Atlanta needed offensive line help. They got it. And the New England Patriots, they do draft at number 32. They're going to have a busy day two, by the way. But they take Enkeel Harry, wide receiver from Arizona State, a big wideout. Big combat catcher. All right, questions for the coach from social media. Let's go. What position of need should we address in the second round? I think they'll look at interior offensive linemen. They're still interior defensive linemen in this draft. Uh, the run on cornerbacks, as we previously talked, that's going to start happening. But this is still a big man draft. We talked about it earlier. I'm still going to talk about it today. There's quality picks for big men on both sides of the ball. Steven wants to know, think John will trade up for Ole Miss wide receiver A.J. Brown? I don't, I don't see John trading up, you know. And, again, so me saying that tonight, what he's going to do is probably trade up. I don't think he will. Michael wants to know, Coach Mack, what about tight end prospects? I like Cajal Waring, big, fast tight end with great hands. Now, he's, he's, he's a good receiver. I like him. That, that, that guy's a, a developmental guy. He's got some niftiness to him, and he also has got some real spatial awareness. Justin wants to know, is Simmons a run-stuffing D-tackle, a pass-rushing D-tackle, or both? What type of player are we getting? All of the above. All of the above. He is a game wrecker from the inside. Uh, this is why he was so, as I said, this is, to me, this was, the most, this was the best disruptor in the draft, interior defensive lineman. By the way, this isn't a question, but they sent this to me. It's Kyle Long's tweet. He says, if my dad wasn't such a scrub, we would all be first-rounders. <laughs> I, love, I love Kyle Long. I love the Longs. I love those guys. That's awesome. Great family, man. That's good Great stuff. family. All right. Uh, let's see. Coach, what draft pick that is still available that you think would make an immediate impact that would be help the Titans go from good to great? Working in the theory there from the coach. I yeah, like working that. in working in the theory there. Again, good to great is when you is when you surround your team with people that can contribute in a lot of different ways. As I said, I'm going to say it again. There's still some good big men left in this draft. Mickey Ryan, by the way, thank you for shooting me the uh, the bit about uh, Howie Long. I appreciate it. That's Mickey Ryan. Mickey Ryan does keep up. Okay, some Mickey's names. On it. Some names for tonight, just to throw out quick response from the coach. Drew Locke, quarterback, Missouri. Uh, you know, the, the reason. How quick does he go? He'll go pretty quick. Okay. And the reason he dropped is because of his accuracy. Eric McCoy, offensive lineman, Texas Love A&M. Love this guy. That's why I'm talking about the big man. This guy, this guy will be an instant starter. D.K. Metcalf, wide receiver, Mississippi. Linear, linear, uh, physical freak. The linear is good. 
The rest of it, not so good. Hakeem Butler, wide receiver, Iowa State. I like this guy. That's a big, big-time combat catcher with a, with a little bit of speed. Irv Smith, Jr., tight end, Alabama. The best tight end on the board right now. Nasir Adderley, safety, Delaware. The middle of the field safety that can also drop down and cover the slot. I like him. Cody Ford, offensive line, Oklahoma. Again, he played he played tackle. He can play tackle. He can play guard. This is a big, thick, massive guy, wide body, wide body guy that can move his feet. Somebody stealing him? Yes. Okay. I thought he'd go in the first round. I did too. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, I like this guy. This is a this is a guy can you can play everywhere on your defense. He's already done it, and and you can and he he understands a lot of how to play back in the box. Good tackler. I like active player. Yeah, he's played corner. He's, he's played, played safety. He's, he's a Florida. He's Gator. played it all. Good. Uh, Elton Jenkins, interior offensive lineman, Mississippi State. First year starter. Again, same thing. Greg Little, offensive lineman as well. This was this was a guy early in the draft. Everybody thought would be the guy. He's not. He's not quite as nifty feet wise, but a, but a big man. He will be a starter in this league as an offensive lineman. Here's an interesting one: Tristan Hill, the defensive tackle from Central, Central Florida. Florida. Let me tell you about Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill's got traits, and you can see him. And when they when 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 Scott Frost left, all right, Tristan Hill got sideways with the new staff. Right. He, he only started one game this year. You put on the tape and watch him, though, he's got interior rush traits and also interior pass um, uh, run-stopping traits that you like. You just right. got to vet the other part of it. David Montgomery, running back Iowa State. Uh, the, the, that guy, all he does is make yards. He makes yards, and he's got, he's got some make-you-miss make inside, and he can also drop his pad, same foot, same shoulder on you. Good player. He and Hakeem Butler – Pretty, Pretty solid good. there. Yeah, yes. well, and some backs. I mean, you got Motor Singletary. You've got, I mean, there's several backs that are going to be picked tonight into tomorrow who are of similar quality. Fair? Similar qualities. Similar qualities may be different skills, but similar qualities in the fact that they can contribute, you know, uh, to a ball game. Damian Harris, the, the, you know, the, the other back at Alabama. Nice player. Really nice player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Byron Murphy, cornerback, Washington. This is this was one of my favorite corners in this draft as far as a football player. You want one of my favorite football Let's players? Let's go. I want, I like Debo Samuel from South Carolina, the yes, wide receiver. Indeed. Look, Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown that, that uh, a, a caller asked about earlier, yeah. two similar dudes. Taylor Rapp, safety, Washington. Uh, Washington DBs. This guy's this guy's a good a good player too. Rock Yasin, like Rock Yasin from Temple. Yeah, who yeah, was originally year, at Presbyterian and transferred he's to a Temple. Presbyterian, one year starter there. But when you watch him and you watch him at the Senior Bowl, the guy's got a physical nature to him, and uh, I like him. You know who we're all pulling for? Jawan Williams, cornerback, Vanderbilt. I like Jawan Williams' game. I really do, and especially nowadays in the National Football League with these oversized receivers. He's a long press corner. And the other thing about Jawan Williams, I like Mike. He likes to tackle. Dalton Knox, or did I say it right? No. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, the tight Sorry, end. Dawson. I was looking at Dalton Reisner. Dawson Knox, tight end Ole Miss. Uh, th- this guy is going to be a good professional football player. There, wasn't, there weren't enough footballs to go around at Ole Miss when they were throwing them. That's okay? a good thing. That, yeah, and this guy's going to be a good professional football player. I like Dawson Knox. I mean, he's an athlete. He was here for the local day, right? He sure was. Great kid. He's a good-looking athlete. Dawson Knox. Dalton Reisner. The, from Kansas State. The offensive lineman. Just a just a lunch pail grinded offensive lineman you'll you like. He'll play for eight or nine years in this league. Chase Winovich, outside linebacker, Michigan. Look, 
this guy. People people have called me, you know, during during the draft process, you know, you know, asking, you know, I get asked a lot, and asking me if he compares to Kyle Vandenbeis. Kyle Vandenbeis was always very special to me. Oh sure, but too. but the way this guy plays and the constant effort he has, and just what you see, relentless, relentless, relentless. Uh, there'll never be another Kyle Vandenbeis, as far as I'm concerned. But I like this guy's relentless nature. All right, JJ Arciega Whiteside, the wide receiver from nice, Stanford. nice, a nice big receiver, a good crafty route runner, and got snatch hands. And what about a guy like Miles Sanders, the running back from Penn State, who replaced Saquon Barkley? Okay, he he came in there to split time with Saquon. Well, well, guess what? Saquon took all the time. Yes, he did. All right, but this is again a good complimentary back in this league. All right. So Chris wants to know: Will we get an edge tonight? There are there are still some edge. I tell you, the edge guy that's out there that I like. I don't know whether we'll get him or not. Is Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana Tech? Ah, sack daddy. Jalen Ferguson, and here's he's the type of guy as a as a former as a defensive coach in this league for 30 years. You look at him and say, "I'd love to get my hands on him because there's so many things that he can do." Right now, he's just doing it off of raw ability and just go a lot like Marcus Davenport was coming out of San Antonio last year that the Saints traded up to get. Maverick says, "I'd cry tears of happiness if we got Dalton Reisner." Yeah, I might cry tears of happiness with you, too. I like that player. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, Maverick, you'll be on the boat with us tonight. Um, a couple of things. We could go on and on, but we're, we're not going to do that. We will tell you that uh, Jeffrey Simmons' press conference today is scheduled for 2.30. Nice. So he is on his way here with uh, Amy Wells and Ashley Farrell. And uh, there they are. They're oh, on the plane. Look, you know what? Technology... There they are. This day and age is outstanding. They are landing any moment now, we understand. But uh, Amy Wells dispatched. I mean, she spans the globe for the Tennessee Titans. Amy She's Wells living Hawaii. life. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, those, good. those private jets, let me tell you something. I've, I've lived that life. They're pretty, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. She was in Hawaii late, earlier this year, too, right? She's been to Hawaii. Well, and she deserves it because she does a great job. She does a great job. She does a great job. But she... Uh, she is with Jeffrey, and they are on the way back. And so uh, I'm headed to do a season ticket member luncheon at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Which you'll With you'll former first-round picks. You'll knock it out of the park. Well, they'll knock it out of the park. I'll keep it in the road. We're looking forward to that. Jeffrey Simmons press conference at 2.30. Titans Radio on the air tonight at 6 Central with wall-to-wall coverage from the General Jackson with season ticket members. See, this is why you want to be a season ticket member. Oh, you get invited to all of these things. You get, I mean, you get VIP treatment if you're a season ticket member. 615-565-4200. That was so good last night with our great. season ticket members on that boat. And I know you got irritated at me every now and then because every time we take a break, I'd jump up and go out in the crowd. No, and start. I wasn't irritated. I thought it was great. No, the the people, those the, our fans are so good. I love that. I'm, on, I'm, well, I'm see, looking forward I'm to it again tonight. I'm glad you do that because I can't. No, you can't. Because I've got to go talk to Brad Willis and Philip no, Noel no, no, about no, what you're, we're doing next. And Mike. I, I never want to seem rude. You're not rude. Well, you're not rude. But you you're, don't. I mean, you don't want to be rude. You're not rude. You are. You're, you're a consummate professional, and we couldn't. Do, this wouldn't happen without you. I don't but know me, about that. But me, I'm not that vital. I can get up and go shake hands and kiss babies. Well, thank you for doing that, and can't wait to be back on the air. Six Central. Remember, Titans Radio. If you're out and about tonight, if you're at the ballpark with the kids, or you're driving to grandma's, or whatever you got going, tune into Titans Radio. 
104.5 The Zone in Nashville and many great stations throughout the Mid-South. We will have wall-to-wall coverage of rounds two and three, so you will not miss a thing. Uh, thank you to Mike Duell. Thank you to Brian Myers. Thank you to Todd Gray. Uh, great job by everybody in there. Uh, we're a little short-staffed, and, and uh, those guys are short on sleep today, but a great job to bring you this edition of the OTP. Remind you, we are continuing the daily OTP at 10 a.m. Central into next week. So Monday is a wrap-up show. Tuesday is a wrap-up show to the month. We have two more of these, the OTP Live Road to Nashville. Coach Mack, thanks for sitting in for Amy Wells. We'll see you tonight on Titans Radio. This OTP is outstanding. Thank you, Mike. You're a good you. man. For Coach Mack and for Amy Wells and our fine crew, Mike Keith reminds you that players are drafted in Nashville tonight at 6 o'clock Central Time. We hope you'll join us. Have a great draft day number two, everybody.